I had already undone a lot of life story. Yeah. And I was just so ready for the opportunity, ready for just that little nourishment to begin growing life in a new way. I was just looking for it. Let's dig through the mud together. We're so glad you're here. Join us here each week for Mudlark. Welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because I believe that our stories are what connect us, especially the darker, more challenging parts of them. The times in my life where I felt the most deeply connected and okay are within those moments of truth speaking and ruthless vulnerability with another person. Here we talk about topics surrounding inner child, addiction, friendship, love, sex, creativity, connection, community. Really, this is the place where we talk about all the things, especially the things that are sometimes just simply hard to talk about. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you big topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Mudlark. So glad you're here. It's so fun having this space to connect with you each week, sometimes once, sometimes multiple times. I'm just so grateful for this space. I'm grateful for your time. I know we have so much going on in our lives and the fact that you're taking time to listen to my weird ass voice in this headphone set. I'm just like, how? (laughs) Thank you. Love you. Um, I'm really excited to share today's episode. Today I am sharing a conversation my beautiful husband Hi and I had. We were here cozied up in our living room. Um, We had obviously our microphones right in between us so we weren't like spooning on the couch (laughs) but we were cozy. It was so connected and comfy and we talk about a a little bit about our story, how we met, how we came together, how we met at um, my rock bottom, not necessarily his rock bottom, And how he was able to really just be this mirror into how I can love myself again. And he talks about life after divorce. We talk about kiddos. It's it's really full and juicy. And I can't wait to hear how you like it. So without further ado, let's get on to the show. Kind of, you know, this record. Mm Mm-hmm. Of, of things and the sounds of voices and capturing this time mm. in our lives mm-hmm. and it feels like a special treat and I know you had, you had felt that yeah with when you interviewed your your mom yeah and like thinking about all of the interviews that you'll have and the conversations mm-hmm. uh, that will become kind of timeless I know I was just thinking in my mind as you were talking time capsule yeah, definitely. That's what was in my mind. Like a time capsule, like a little snapshot. Um, and I picture us listening to them later. 
I know. I picture like listening to them and, and uh, remembering this time, and and it's it's kind of an interesting way of thinking about now. What is it about this time that it will be important to remember? I know. I feel that it's like when we were sitting on the deck and you just looked at me and said like life is weird or life is, is that what you said you were like yeah oh. yeah and it was just seeing everything that's like living around us and happening around us and mm-hmm. um that sense of surprise mhm and i feel like i kind of naturally lean to this place of like not noticing like that's kind of like I'm such a jump ahead person and a building Mm. person and a growing person I take action and Mm -hmm. let's try something do something yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it yeah it just makes me think of like not wanting to miss out yeah it's kind of that feeling Mm -hmm. of like it could easily slip by And I see that already. I mean, even looking back at pictures of the kids in the last, even though I'm like super stoked for them to be adults, because I feel like we'll have really awesome relationships with them Mm -hmm. (laughs) when they're older. Um, But I look at pictures back from when you and I started dating, so like almost four years ago, and they are babies, like they have baby faces and baby voices, and Mm -hmm. I'm again like that growth seeking constantly wanting to move forward i'm like i can't wait till kiana's 20 years old and we have more in common and Mm -hmm. you know but it's also there's this feeling of sadness (laughs) attached because it's looking back Mm -hmm. and seeing how much has changed yeah it's a it's a nice perspective it's kind of a treat Mm -hmm. to to be able to bear witness to the changes yeah Definitely. Mm-hmm. When I was at the TP village retreat that Jess and I were leading this summer, I remember one morning talking to her about you and about how I'm I'm like so excited for when we're old and we're traveling like, like to different places and I would or no, I remember it was um we were at the hot spring uh, just north of Eugene north I don't know I don't whatever it was it's <laughs> an hour from Eugene in some direction northeast south or west and we were at the hot spring and I saw an older couple that's what happened I saw this older couple right. and the woman was right. like slightly younger so it reminded me of us instantly mm-hmm. and I said to her I was like I can't wait to be like that with high and be coming to places like this with him mm-hmm. and she goes dude i can't fucking wait to come to air come to places like this with eric like now you know and it right. she's she's just way more present focused than i am and it i instantly it just made me like shift perspective i'm like that's right like i need to be living now i need to be living here i need to be mm-hmm. seeing my life now and be experiencing everything as if as cheesy as it sounds as if i'm dying tomorrow cuz i might yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that idea and that we've explored, <clears throat> like, we've pictured ourselves old before. Yeah. And just like we kind of started this conversation, like, what's important to remember? I think that that is a good, uh, that's a that's a good trait to 
taking that mental experiment is in the long run, what are the things that I don't want to miss now? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just kind of bringing that into a circle. Mm-hmm. Much like, you know, it's the way we've talked about us being young. What are the things yeah. that we would have really treasured? I know. And and we get that chance to to pay attention to that now. I know. And, and I think we're good at, at kind of weaving that longer view in mm-hmm. so that we can say, these are the things that will be important yes. to remember. Yeah, like these are the days kind yeah. of feeling. Um, to bounce back to Jess, like she she's pointed that out so many times to me because she just like reels me back in similarly to what you do with me. And she, you know, I'm 29 years old. She's 31. And we're leading these retreats and doing these amazing things. And mm-hmm. we're able, we are really strong and healthy and no illnesses. And she goes, dude, these are the days. Like, these are the days that we're going to like look back on mm-hmm. when we're old and gray together and be like, remember when that happened. And it like, it just is jarring to think about that. I, yeah, I just, I don't want to miss out. I really don't want to miss out. Right. It's scary. (laughs) It kind of makes me feel like scared, but also empowered. Do you have things that have like slipped by you in your life? Do you feel like, like looking back that you're like, fuck, I wish I would have been more present for that. Um, I, I guess I guess I don't have things that I wish I would have paid more attention to, like been present and aware and soaked in because I, I feel like that is one of my strengths is yeah. um, being present and taking the moment. Um, you know, I do have times where I, I think, gosh, I could have been a little bit more proactive kind of yeah. the other way. I, right. I could have, I or- could have made more out of that. Yeah. By um, initiating more, by being taking brave. A, yeah, being brave, taking a risk, being yeah. vulnerable. Um, like college, like studying poetry, studying creative writing. There's such a, a rich uh, environment and so much, so much art and expression going on and happening. And totally played it safe I definitely was yeah I've heard you talk about that yeah I definitely was kind of on the safe side even though I was drawn to that and I was in it enough to be in it yeah I there's other things that maybe you were interested in and could have like leaned into more yeah the even just more fully into the same things right that I I was doing like going to poetry readings and and participating mm. I, I did but not fully. But I could have been there more fully. Yeah. I could have been more engaged. I could have, um, I, I, I probably could have forged some long lasting creative friendships. Right. Um, that were outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of just the topic of belonging. And we've been talking about that so much lately and how I think it's similar, like what, how you were then, um, like what you're talking about right now of just kind of being part way in and I do the same thing, but I just like dip one toe into 
like mm-hmm. places like that's yeah. why I think I'm so nomadic is because it's like I'm I like on a subconscious level maybe feeling like I don't belong and so I don't let myself soak in fully to the present moment because I I don't want to get kicked out of it mm-hmm. <laughs> kind yeah. of feeling or be like just denied connection and I think we share that a little bit just based on our upbringings, always kind of feeling like a little different than our families and feeling like we don't fully belong for some reason. Yeah. And I felt hello, Charlie, just that that sense of um, being the observer. Yeah. Yeah. Watching. Right. And it's, and and mine's different because I don't feel like I'm just the observer watching. I feel like I'm like, I'm going to go do a 10 minute act and then I'm going to disappear. I'm like, I'm going to go get on stage and everyone's going to see me and I'm going to be like dancing across the stage and then I'm going to literally phantom out and be Mm -hmm. like, peace. Yeah. Because I I don't want to get kicked out. Yeah. Step out ahead of time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Not belonging. That, I, I think with, I mean, with the podcast, with everything I do, teaching yoga, I just, I want people to feel a sense of belonging because I know how painful it was for me and still is today. Like I'm still working on it, but just feeling like I don't belong. I just want to be able to give that to so many people. Right. Which, which makes sense that, uh, that you're so good at holding space. Yeah. That, that is one of your, one of your values and, Mm -hmm. and is holding space for people. And, and similarly, I, I see as the observer, I see people's story and I want to draw it out and I want to hear the story and, and I want to participate in telling the story. Even if I might get it wrong, I just, my mind starts telling the story mm-hmm. of someone else's experience. Um, and you're often too afraid kind of to talk to them and learn where that's my strength, but that's something that's harder right. for you. Right. Yeah. And you more creatively like think of, oh, maybe it's like this or that or that. And then, but don't ask. You right. Think? A lot of times. Yeah. Don't ask. Or um, what what I had in my mind was, was more um, like going down the road of digging into other people's stories rather than digging into my own story. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. We talked about that earlier today because I just got done recording an episode, a solo episode about my story, just giving a little background to who I am. And you and I feel like we also share um, that it's challenging for us to take up space in life. Mm -hmm. Even it's, it's just tricky. You know, we feel like we need to ask all the questions or we feel like we need to be the one to, you know, kind of carry the conversation to make other people feel like they belong. But then that leaves us feeling kind of like bizarre and not okay. And, mm, yeah, and, right. and then I noticed that I think the moment we met each other for the first time in maybe like ever, we both just required the other person to take up space. Cause all I wanted, wanted was to hear every thing about who you are and you wanted the same. Yeah. We were so good at, um, inviting the other to hold space for themselves. Yeah. 
take we, up we space. forced it we're yes. like you're not allowed to be here unless you are just telling me every ounce of everything totally. yeah. yeah yeah so it was a uh, definitely kind of forced into sharing my story mm-hmm. um invited and given authority over that in a in a new way right i i feel like a lot of the poetry i wrote was about my story but in a just like the ways i was kind of entering that creative environment in a really safe way Mm -hmm. the poetry was also in a safe way yeah it was yes it was my story but it was my story in a way that i had seen others stories and could connect to where I could say, yeah, this is my story as a poet, but this is also my story as a human. And what I'm really interested in telling is this common story of human existence and uh, human connectedness and commonality, the things that people share. Right. Rather than saying, more boldly and more audacious this is my story and my experience is totally different than everyone else's which is more true we each have our own story that's Mm -hmm. completely unique and we can tell it in the unique way that it is and leave it up to others to find those Mm -hmm. commonalities definitely i felt like because i've read a lot of your poetry um, for those of you who don't know, he's an incredible poet. Um, I'll link a couple of his poems, well, with his permission. And do I have your permission, sir? And granted, yes. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> um, in the show notes. But he, so I, I've read some of your poems from the past. And I, I rem- they're beautiful and striking and... I I do feel what you're saying though. Like there was a sense of like, this it's is my experience as a poet. Kind little of safety. Yeah, safety. And when we met um, very quickly early on, you wrote me a lot of poetry. So yeah, you and it, w- it was that straightforward kind of raw raw. I want to tell you everything yeah. kind of poem. Right. Where I just want to share this with you and I it's I don't know if it's right or wrong or yeah. um, awkward or clumsy and I was just like bring but it I just need to yeah 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 it was it is the best and um sorry there's like a tractor driving by our like the people's land that we live on they just like cruise around on their little tractor every night and it's really really fucking cute it's really sweet they're out there touring together <laughs> they're just they tour on their little tractor and we just see their little faces go by the window <laughs> uh, um <clears throat> but yeah your your poetry the poetry that you wrote for me the poems that you wrote for me um just helped me to know you in such a a deeper way and mm-hmm. that's what poetry should be i feel like like that's i feel like you cracked open a little bit definitely and And even in ways where i was able to write about my own experience like the Mm -hmm. the piece i wrote about just broader experience of love and yeah partnership and what that has been like for me yeah in a really 
vulnerable, raw way. Right. That was not, um, not by plan or according to any design. It just is the way it happened. Were you nervous to read me the first poem that you wrote for me? Or did it feel safe? I, I feel like it felt really safe to share that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like this when you were reading it. I remember the moment. I remember where we were, um, what we were doing that day, and um, just feeling like this sense of honor, <laughs> but also this like almost awkwardness because I was at such a low place. And I was like, how the fuck do you love me so much? <laughs> You know, I, I even talked yeah. about it in the solo episode sure. um, of just my self-worth was so low at that time. And you just loved me throughout. Mm-hmm. I mean, be, with all of the things I was going through, you were yeah, just definitely. so. And I think I I never saw you as broken and low. <laughs> I saw you struggling. Yeah. And I saw you changing things. and I, And I saw you. Um, just really working hard. Yeah. I did see that. And I saw the work you were putting in. But I think because the way we came together in such an open, honest, vulnerable way. Yeah. To where we ne- we didn't have to change for one another. No. Because we were just so kind of open and busted (laughs) in a way (laughs) just so raw from so raw Mm -hmm. and and it didn't feel busted at the time for you it didn't feel broken yeah because it felt like it felt like growth it felt like um, expansion expanding yeah mm-hmm. we talked about that a lot expand and contract and um i remember talking about meaning mm-hmm. quite a bit yeah like where do or what defines the meaning in all of these experiences yeah and and how we bring the meaning to the experiences and right we give it authority to mean mm-hmm. what we allow it to mean yeah and i i think we we didn't change uh we didn't have to we didn't have to backpedal with one mm-hmm. another which is where you really start to like feel broken as if you're having to like take things and say yeah that's not really who i am sorry right. yeah we weren't at a place to shield at all who we w- actually were and i think it's because of that like raw brokenness that i was experiencing and i mean you were fairly fresh out of a divorce I mean not fresh fresh a couple years but I think just there's beauty in that there's beauty in brokenness there's beauty in stepping into a relationship of any kind in that state even though it feels really vulnerable and fucked up Mm -hmm. that's how it felt for me I was like I can't even believe you know honestly I remember feeling like 
I have nothing to lose. I was like, I have literally, I ended the relationship. I closed the yoga studio. I ghosted all my friends. Like I literally, I I wasn't feeling super strong with my family. Like everything was shit. And so going in to talk to you and connect with you, I just felt like, you know what? I have nothing to lose anymore. I'm going to stop trying and I'm just going to, be myself and see where that goes <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. see see mm-hmm. how that goes yeah and i know that it was the most important thing i've ever done yeah it was yeah it'd be f- and i and i was in a in a low spot like you were saying i was definitely in a um foundational kind of place you know it's, it's bottom base layer ready to ready to build up again you know yeah, I you had, were already I had the forest un- fire already happened totally i had already undone a lot of life story yeah and i was just so ready for the opportunity ready for just that little nourishment to begin growing life yeah. in a new way i was just looking for it yeah and you didn't know what you were looking for, but you were looking no, for No, I was it. I was just so receptive <laughs> to it though. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that just uh, so like you were the forest fire already happened in your life. When you met me, it was just kind of beginning in a way, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you were there to help me kind of like put that out sort of. And then I for the last 3 and a half years have just been trying to create really fertile ground for the true life that I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. it, it feels like, we're, I mean, in the last eight months of living back in Oregon for most of the time, like we're splitting our time, but we're in Oregon primarily. And it's like just being back in this land that like feels so good to me. And I'm back with people that love me and I love, and I just feel so expansive. Like I can't, I cannot recognize who I was and where I was when I met you. Mm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's so much has changed. Um, I think it'd be fun to share our story of how we met. Um, So you, you were living in Troy. I was living in Libby, which is a town about 20 miles east of Troy ish. And um, I had, opened I I had been living over in Libby with my previous partner because we helped open the brewery um which you guys will have already heard about um by now and it was early on in me living there like probably within the first year of living in Montana and I was at the brewery and I remember seeing you walk in you were coming into the brewery to like meet up with Justin your friend and right yeah and and I was at that point pretty freshly out of divorce. Yeah. That was that was more fresh and yeah. more of that kind of um forest fire yeah. was a little fresher for me at that point. And yeah, I remember seeing you and and just your your presence was so inviting and mm. warm. Yeah. And um yeah, you just were there asking what 
what's your name? Yeah. And it's like, hi, what's your name? You? Do you want to be best friends? Yeah, basically. Yeah. And it, and it felt really new, really, yeah, new and, and just really promising. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't all bad. Yeah. I was like one of the, one of the turning points where I was like, you know, this is not all bad. Yeah. Like your situation, the divorce. My, yeah. And, my, right coming yeah coming out of divorce and coming out of right. um just kind of that whole meltdown of everything i knew about how life was structured mm-hmm. yeah and so you came in and i wasn't even thinking any i mean i was as happy as i knew i could be at that point i was in a good relationship we had just helped open this brewery there was a lot of good energy surrounding our projects and mm-hmm. i mean our life really we were doing Grant and I were doing really fun things at that time. So when I saw you, yeah. I I remember feeling something like very visceral. Like I remember looking at you and just being like, hmm. And it wasn't like, I want to jump his bones. Like it wasn't that feeling. It was like, I want to know that person. I want to know yeah. who you are. You just, your energy was so magnetic. And I was just like, I just want to be close to you and not in any way other than that. I just want to like know you. Mm-hmm. So we had like that quick interaction and then I didn't see you for years. I never saw you again. I mean, yeah, it was years. Right. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It was probably two years or so. Yeah, probably. So. Yeah, two years or so. Yeah, and, it was a while. But it was a moment for me. Like I remember, I I remembered you. I remembered that mm-hmm. moment and you did the same, right? I like, did the same, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, like you were saying, it wasn't, it wasn't a moment where I saw you and said, I'm going, I need to pursue, pursue her. this yeah. this person. No. It, it was a moment that made me feel good about where I was and just that there are, there are experiences out there that are going to be really good for me. Yeah. Uh, I so many that. people I to me. That. Yeah, that's and, a good place. <laughs> yeah. I, and I knew that for for the first time like I was saying and, mm. and it was it was definitely a a light point oh, in, a, in a dark time yeah and I didn't forget you right yeah it was definitely that feeling it was kind of like who was that phantom dude though like I kind of felt that a little bit I was like what just happened and then you were gone and I mean fast forward a couple of years I, in that time I had left the brewery. I had started a yoga studio. Um, little did I know, um, Hi's ex-wife was one of my students. I didn't know that she was in any way like connected to him. I didn't know because mm-hmm. I didn't even like remember your name, I don't think. Like for, I don't know how I forgot right, no, it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure I forgot your name. <laughs> yeah, you wrote it down several times. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but so yeah, like his ex-wife was one of my students. We weren't like close friends or anything, but she was a regular at my studio. And then the kids, so Hi has two kids, my stepkiddos now. Um, they were so young, but they were- Babies. They were ch- little tiny baby children. Yeah. And they were um, in my kids yoga series that I did at the studio. So I was like kind of growing a connection with them. It, I just like can't even believe that. Mostly Kiana, because Kyron, the youngest, right. he was nervous about 
doing mm-hmm. anything at that point. He was just nervous. He was nervous to totally. stay, yeah. stay alone. He was like so young. Um, but yeah, and he had just gone through kind of this upset also. Yeah, exactly. Where you know, I, whole life change. Yeah, yeah. So he's he was definitely sticking close to his mom. His mom, right? Yeah. And so. So whatever that, that all happened, you know, I have the kids in the yoga and, um, this was, now we were getting to a point where I could feel this internal shift of just like, what the fuck is my life? Like I, Grant and I were like getting ready to buy a house at that point. Um, I was just getting ready to like close the studio cause I just was having such a hard time keeping it going. I was one of the only instructors, one of like two instructors and then managing it. It just, I was not in a good place to continue that business. And I, I had like this last push of trying to get some more people into the studio. Um, and there was a health fair. Mm-hmm. So there was a health fair at our like local event center in this small, tiny town. And I'm at my booth with a little like trifold like poster board about yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty standing sure. Standing there with one foot over your head. Literally just, sta- yeah, just yeah. standing there, like showing people what yoga is all about, like <laughs> I do. And um, I even think there was pictures of the kids on that poster board, like from kids yoga stuff that I had done. Sure. Could have been. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Kyron and Kiana run up and they're like, Danny. And yeah, they were so excited. They were excited to see me. And then here comes high with like light beaming <laughs> around him. <laughs> yeah. And and I was there with with them yeah. uh, to, to go to the health fair with them and walk right. around and, and see all of the things. Um, and I was, I was also there just interested on what kind of collaborations could be available for the early head start. Um, still kind of thinking about that. Yeah. So I was, um, I was interested in what was happening in the community in in ways that could kind of benefit uh, families that home visitors were working with. Because um, tell them where you were working at that time. That was that was the early head start uh, with families in partnership in Libby. So home visitors would go into homes and they'd be working with these families with infants and toddlers. So they they would offer what else is happening in the community that could be supportive, and and so I I was interested in in finding out all of those opportunities Mm -hmm. kind of yeah and and just promoting whatever adventures could could really help people out and one for one yoga sounded like a a great opportunity for people uh, back up did you know that i own the yoga studio i did yeah okay so you you knew that oh i did (laughs) <laughs> do you do any like creepy drive-bys you're like where is that girl yeah where is she no i don't i don't remember you don't have to lie here <laughs> i know this is a safe space <laughs> <laughs> we're digging through the mud here tell uh, us everything <laughs> no i i really don't remember how i i knew that um but i did know that uh and probably through the paper because i was writing possibly, those articles yeah and talking all about yoga. And well, and it's a small town, and so it's a small town. People know what's happening. Like they know everything. 
Yeah, did you did you see the yoga teacher with the big blonde hair? Yeah, I know. It kind of stands out a little bit. So I knew you were doing that. What did you I feel? I wasn't sure if you were going to be there for some reason. You thought about me, though, before? For some reason, I, I thought you were going to be there. <laughs> I don't uh, know why. Is that creepy? <laughs> I got <laughs> you're like, hmm, no, I love it. So you're you're thinking about me. You're like, I, she might be there, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, totally. And I knew that people that I worked with were going to be there. So I... I so you had an excuse to go. So I had a, a perfect excuse to, to show up and, and see about that yoga teacher with the big blonde hair they were talking about. Right. Mm. So oh. how did you feel when you got there and you saw me? I'll, and then I mean, Oh, the kids were so excited to go say hi and introduce me. They were like, oh, Danny, let's go. And I was like, of course. You're like, <laughs> they made me. <laughs> they twisted my arm. I'm wrapped around their finger. I can't, I can't say no. So hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. And so you walked up and I remember being so... I felt something. <laughs> I felt something in my body. <laughs> it's not what you're thinking. No, but I remember feeling similarly to the first time I saw you. It was visceral. It was this mm-hmm. feeling in my chest. It was a feeling of just extreme like comfort and um, familiarity. Yeah, de- definitely. I felt a feeling of comfort and... Um, a feeling of curiosity and and like I need to know you. Yeah, like I want to know you. And at that I point, know. we ha- we didn't we had no idea what that connection might look like. And we didn't care. And it didn't matter. That's the weird thing. We weren't looking for anything. No, it didn't matter what it was. I I I knew that. Hey, this that you were an interesting person. You were. Yeah. Um, you are someone to connect with and that could be on a professional collaborative level. Like maybe you could work with some of the families that home visitors were working with. And, um, that was, that would be great. And, and maybe there was like a, some creative connection where we could visit as, and, (laughs) And I have so many jokes bef- I want to say. Yeah, and just explore friendship and yeah. um and maybe marriage, and, you know. And maybe get married one day. <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows. Yeah. But- yeah, I felt the same way though. I felt like cuz I was in a relationship at that time. I was in a relationship that day. Mm-hmm. Um even though I felt like it was ending. Um, no one else in my life knew that. Well, that's not true. My best friend knew, but like I wasn't thinking that. I just thought I want to know you. And so basically we made the point of connection. We exchanged numbers or maybe we added each other on Facebook. I, I think you told me when and where to show up. <laughs> no, I did not. Did I? Is Possibly. That, is that how it happened? Yeah. Like that night I said, okay, let's go have a picnic. Let's that, go. Let's have. Let's meet up for lunch sometime. Is that week. what I said this week? I think I. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Exactly. I did probably. I probably did. I'm super fucking forward, yeah. and I'm the initiator and everything. Totally. Everything. Everything. Honey. So we we ended up meeting up. We went and had 
um, picnic. We brought our own lunch and we met down at the river. Yeah, we were it's like, we're, let's meet up for lunch. Where's good to have lunch? Nowhere. Let's go to the river. Yeah, exactly. We'll they're, eat outside. Yeah, we'll eat outside. And they're just, in that town, there's just nowhere good to eat except for Rosita's. Um, that's the best place in Libby, Montana. Go to Rosita's. Anyway, <laughs> plug. Um, so we, we meet down at the river. I get there first and he pulls up and he's walking towards me. And again, that that body feeling, that visceral feeling um, comes. It's like a wave over me and he sits down and within, I think, two minutes, I said, I hope that this doesn't creep you out. (laughs) I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I I just really hope this isn't weird or this doesn't creep you out. But from the moment I saw you, you felt like family Mm -hmm. to me. And Yeah. yeah, that was a really comfortable thing it wasn't a creepy thing to hear at all it was a very comfortable thing (laughs) thank god um, because it it really mirrored just an easy comfort that i was feeling Mm. and and openness to like we said whatever this might be whatever that connection was going to be it was going to maybe be something and we were excited for that right and i that was even something we talked about in our vows which we're going to be doing a recap of our vows we might have already I don't know when this episode's going to come out yet because we're just figuring it all out. But um, Mm -hmm. we talked about in our vows just that moment of you feel like family. And it's it's been true (laughs) ever since. And now we are family. Um, So I guess to fast forward a little bit um, after that, I just knew I was like best friends for life. We're connected. I just Mm -hmm. knew I wanted to be so close with you, but I was still in my relationship I I remember talking to Grant about you in a fairly open way. I wasn't like, oh my God, he feels like family. I didn't like say it that way, but I did say we have a really deep connection and I want to just explore that. I want to be friends with him, but I also didn't want Grant there. So I think that was like my intuition saying like, you should probably end this relationship if this, Mm -hmm. this isn't, this, you know, I looking back, I can see how my higher self was just like trying to get me out of that relationship for a long time. Yeah, kind of nudges. Yeah, nudges. And so we went forward, Grant and I, with buying the house. Like that was like right at the time that we were buying a house. Mm-hmm. And you and I were going on walks and hanging out together I ended up getting a job part-time at the nonprofit that you worked for now I creep in I'm like hello but I was actually (laughs) really really interested in working with families and I was needing work since I was closing my yoga studio and I needed to have income to survive um so we started to kind of forge this like business relationship slash friendship for sure it felt like like we were definitely we were collaborating on some projects at that nonprofit, and Mm -hmm. we i mean you could tell like everyone we were working with were just like watching us like goldfish yeah there was kind of a moment there where it felt like we were being watched we were being watched (laughs) like i see you (laughs) um but they're like i don't know if you know what's happening here but yeah exactly and um so anyway we move forward we just we 
kept going on walks. I say that that sounds funny, but we did. We would just go on walks every day. Right. We'd grab grab lunch and be like, hey, let's take let's take our lunch break and and go for a walk. Yeah. Go and spend some time in nature. Go spend time in nature. And then it got to the point where I just knew. I remember I called a therapist. I was like, I need fucking help because I was so that's when everything just started to like when the universe swooped in and dumped my bucket of life over and was like, everything that's not sticking is leaving now, honey. Mm-hmm. And so I was like trying to find a new therapist. And I was, I remember being on a phone call and with a therapist and being like, what do I do? What do I do? That therapist ended up being horrific, remember? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go into details yeah, about that. But I do remember. I might talk about it in the future because it was insanity. But I just, I knew I needed to end my relationship with Grant before moving any, mm-hmm. any more. And so I did. And it was the hardest breakup because it was, I just, I cared about him and loved him so much. And, right. and still do. And still In do. a lot of ways. I, yeah. I know that's still mm-hmm. an important thing. Yeah. And it was, it's so weird because, you know, I think especially as women, we're kind of programmed to believe that if we're with a man who's just so good to us and um, never hurts us and like there's kind of like this checklist, like if you have someone who's these five things, then you need to be with them forever. And if you don't, you're crazy and you're going to miss out, Mm, Right. you know, and so Grant checked everything and more off the list, except that just like deeper connection piece was missing for me that deeper connection, mm-hmm. that feeling of home. And it, it was so hard to leave something that was so good for something <laughs> that I didn't so know. Unknown. So unknown. Yeah. And I talked about it in the solo episode too, um, just an episode back or two uh, about how nothing about us being together made sense to me. It just, I just knew. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed to do it. And I mean, I wasn't ready for kids. Like I felt that I was like, I'm not ready to be a stepmom, but I need to be, I'm Mm -hmm. not ready to be a wife, but I gotta, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not ready for all of these things. Cause you did. I mean, we both came with baggage, but you had a shit ton of baggage and I was like fucking scared of you. (laughs) Yeah. But I needed you. I I knew, I knew. It was right. I knew it was correct. And I don't know how. And I think it, I don't know how I knew, but I just did. It was that intuition piece. Right. And even knowing all of that and and even recognizing it, it was still hard. Yeah. And slow. Slow. It was, it was cautious. It was really cautious. It totally. has been, I mean, until a year ago when we got married. Um, I felt that I was like, I mean, it's kind of a theme in my life of putting one toe in, but this is the first time I think this along with my teaching, I'm going all in with my teaching now, which feels really positive. Um, but where I've gone all in Mm -hmm. with anyone and anything and yeah, you've just been the catalyst for like the most personal growth and exploration like I just don't even know how else I'd be where I am 
you know? Same, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I mean, that's mainly our story now. I mean, there's so much more that goes into like where we are today and you guys will just continue to hear more of what's going on and where we've been because there's so much that's happened in a short amount of time. Yeah, definitely. Like building a relationship was, is one level and then building a family because I already had kids and building all of these things like that wasn't enough. So we decided to build a business too. Exactly. Let's build a business too. Let's build a business. Let's build some more homes. Let's build a brand. Yeah. 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 Let's build a lifestyle. Let's build a community. You let's, know, it's, yeah, let's build a community that supports that lifestyle. Right. Yeah, yeah cuz you know, similarly even though you were a little further along in like your big old like burn, you know, you had already had the burn. Um I feel like starting over, starting over in community, starting over in career, it was literally starting over in everything for both of us. Yeah. And definitely. now we're just at this place. It's such a beautiful place to be in because we're seeing we're seeing everything grow. We're seeing all of the seeds that we've planted grow. Like, sorry for all the metaphors, mm-hmm. but like, it's it's true. Like, it's taken years, but it feels so aligned. We're living an aligned life. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think we're kind of getting to a place where we're both able to um, look at our life, not just from that, that burn on and not just ooh the new leaves that we've turned over and this is my life now but we're able to now feel solid in what we've begun to grow and reach back into some of those lingering parts of the old life that they they never go away they they don't just completely they're part of our like genetic makeup (laughs) it's just a it's a pivot and a turn and some of those things are are worth um gathering yeah absolutely and yeah i just feel i feel like being in a place now of just i feel so grateful for every human i've ever been with for every experience i've ever had and i don't know i just i love i love where we are and um i don't know i want to ask you this this just kind of popped into my mind but okay as it does. Yeah, I guess for people who have or are going through divorce and maybe maybe haven't found their person, do you have any advice or any words of wisdom? Because, I mean, that's a different experience that you've had than me. So I'd be interested to hear what you say sure. about that. Um, I guess I don't, I don't know, though. So the thing that pops into my mind is just a a solidness in self is so important. Um and because when you when you are married, when you step into a marriage, you become a a partnership mm-hmm. and um sacrifices that you make, you can you can make toward a marriage rather than towards an individual and there's just a lot of things that go into um, an entwining and of lives, and it's that it that's a strength, uh, but it's also a vulnerability. I guess there's a 
there's just an essential um, solidarity within self that's foundational to making making that even stronger and making that better and coming out of divorce and being thrown back into that uh kind of solitary existence it it was jarring but also just necessary so necessary to just to remember that we're all individuals and we all uh we all make our our meaning you know, the things we talked about early in our relationship about right. finding, making meaning and we get to decide what means, uh, what and, and what, what authority we give to, to different things and, and re-owning, um, just a solitary life is, is really important. Right. I love that. That makes so much sense. And I think that I mean, even people who haven't gone through divorce, but have just gone through a breakup, you know, I mean, that I think that can bleed over into that as well. Mm-hmm. It's you have to be whole. You have to re- you have to recognize your wholeness before stepping into anything. Yeah. You know, or you can find it during. I mean, I feel like I was maybe that person of I felt so busted and broken. But with you, you were just able to be that kind of like clear glass that was able to reflect my own full cup you know Mm -hmm. yeah I think I think that has been a that has been a really um kind of consistent strength of ours is is reflecting independence yes like I I messaged you the other day when I was out in Portland you know on a Saturday I'm like Mm -hmm. thank you for letting me be free you know, I mean, it sounds so weird to say, but it's like, it's true. Have your relationship, your marriage, any relationship, friendship, anything, it should make you feel so free. Mm-hmm. Free. I swear to God, like, I want to like sing that free to be you and me song. Like, what is that? Because <laughs> you and me are free to be you and me. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. It's like, um, I'll link that in the show notes just so you can listen to it. Anytime you're feeling like bound down or whatever. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But um, anyway, it's just, I, I, I do believe that any time we're in relationship with anybody, if it's not making us feel free and expansive, we should probably explore what's going on and shift it in some way. Right. Recognize the things that, that feel um, constraining or constricted and not not really fueling and feeling free finding those things finding identifying well what is it about that that is making me feel restrained or constricted or and burn it to the ground and look at (laughs) what it is and and how you can address that need that's that's a need right within yourself um that's not the fault of the relationship that's a need within yourself that's that you're not meeting. Yeah, absolutely. And and finding the ways to to meet that so that you can show up feeling freely and fully available. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Yeah, yeah it's it sounds so simple and it's 
Mm -hmm. Uh, It is simple, but not necessarily easy. Yeah. I can feel when I'm getting lost in you a little bit. Like there's just been times where I haven't been giving myself what I need to feel whole and complete of just Mm -hmm. like going to yoga or just being in nature more than anything alone. And I need so much alone time too, when I'm not Mm -hmm. giving myself that, or if you're home all the time and I like have no fucking moment, (laughs) sorry, but really (laughs) like when I don't have a moment to just be in the comfort of my home and just be soft and cozy alone with no one else, I can feel that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when I feel that constraint. I'm like, Oh, so it's, that's obvious. It's obvious that we have to feel so complete in who we are to feel mm-hmm. good with another person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We, we definitely both yeah. have, have our times when we're, we have to kind of step back and, and go, wait, what am I, what am I not doing for myself? For myself? Yeah. Cause that's always it. Yeah. I, you and I show up for each other in good ways. And if we're annoyed with each other, it's cause we're not getting something mm-hmm. from ourselves. Do you believe that to be true for the most part? I do. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes you just piss me off or you say something kind of annoying and I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> right? Like sometimes we do bug each other. We're not flawless. Oh, yeah. It's not always oh, yeah. just like, oh, I just need a latte date for myself. Like that's not always it. Sometimes. <laughs> if I had a latte, then your stupid comments wouldn't be nearly so annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Well, um, thank you guys for listening and thank you for talking with me, honey bunny boo boo bear. <laughs> That's how we talk. Yeah. Just yeah, kidding. It no, it's not. Um, but um I love you. I love you. And I love our story. And it's fun to tell it and it's fun to just talk about it a lot because it is. It's really special and unique. Yeah. yeah. And and it's a it's a sacred thing. It is. It's. I. I think we've been. We've been protective of it. We have been for sure. Yeah. And now we're coming out. Yeah. We're coming fly, out. Fly, birdie. <laughs> fly, little birdie. Fly, little birdie. Um. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. Bye. There is something super cozy about recapping how we came together and I'm just so grateful that we had this this opportunity to do that so thank you so much for listening Um, as always please remember to rate and review the show if you haven't subscribed yet please hit that little beautiful button that's what helps the show get heard and I just want to get this show out there you guys I believe in it I believe in this community we're forming I'm just so freaking grateful thank you for being here I'll talk to you soon bye